Well, good morning, my friend. Welcome to the Pastors Podcast. Good to have you with me today as we are Monday, the week of Thanksgiving. Hope that you had a good day yesterday. Boy, we had a phenomenal day yesterday. I'll be honest with you now, I was a little concerned. Man, church was, the buses were already out, but man, it started pouring down rain. It was supposed to miss us. It didn't miss us. I didn't know who was going to show up and yet still had a full house on Sunday morning and it was exciting to see people saved, people baptized, visitors in attendance. What a great day. Always good. Always good to be in church and I thankful for the faithfulness of our people. And now we get into Thanksgiving week and I'm going to encourage everybody. Let's be faithful to church. I know this is uh, whether your church is moving their service or not, I don't know. I'm not going to get into that little argument right there. I know what we do. We keep everything the same. Um, but I want you to be in church. Wherever, whenever your church is having service, you be there. You support your pastor. Be in church. And let's have that a good midweek service thanking the Lord for all that he's done for us. I think that's a wise thing to do. Well, today, let's talk about and Peter. Those two words are wonderful words. In Mark chapter 16, verse 7, the scripture says, But go your way and tell his disciples and Peter that he goes before you into Galilee. There, you sh there shall you see him as he said unto you. Now, Peter had miserably messed up his life. Most people today would have thrown people, um, Peter aside after his denial of the church, his faith in his God, but not Jesus. Now, I would guess that it's more Christ-like to accept people back after they've messed up like Peter than it, did, it is to throw them aside and destroy them. Now, Jesus rose from the dead, and he appeared to the two, two Marys and, and told them to go their way, to tell the disciples that he had risen from the dead. However, he did not just say to tell the disciples, but he said to tell his disciples and Peter. Jesus specifically wanted these ladies to tell Peter for a couple reasons. First, I believe he was dealing with them not to cast Peter aside. All those who associated with Christ must have heard about Peter's denial, and it would not, and it'd be easy not to want anything to do with him. But Jesus wanted them to receive him back. The second reason was because Peter needed to know that Jesus specifically requested for him. Peter likely felt, had he heard that Jesus was risen from the dead, that Jesus would want nothing to do with him. Now Jesus made this specific request to encourage Peter that he would not hold against him what he um, um, and still wanted to use him. Now those who have done wrong and come to grips with their sin likely feel very dirty and ostracized from both God and fellow believers. Now I'm talking about people who have fallen into sin. I'm not talking about these people who compromise and they say, I'm sorry, and then the very neck, the very same service, they go out and promote a ministry that doesn't use the King James Bible. I'm talking about those people that literally are, have fallen in sin, they've gotten right, they don't feel like God would ever want them. Let me talk about these two words. First, God still loves you. Satan will whisper in your ears that God no longer loves you when you have sinned against him, but the guilt you feel because of sin may be great, but never forget that God's love is greater than your sin. God did not love you in the first place because you were good. God's always loved us even at our worst. So just because you have sinned does not stop God from loving you. Satan is a liar. That's why he whispers that God does not love you. Can I say God's love for you will never stop no matter how badly you mess up your life. Second, God still wants you. 
Peter certainly must have felt that God would never want him. And that's why Jesus specifically called for Peter to let him know that he wanted to see him, not to condemn him, but to show his love to him. You see, when you sin, you feel as though God does not want you anymore. My friend, not only does God love you, but he also wants you near him. God's desire to have you near him has not stopped because you have sinned. God's mercy is great. His love is boundless. And his desire for you to draw near to him never wavers, even when you've sinned. Third, God still has a plan to use your life. God used Peter after his great sin and maybe the, the greatest that he was ever used. And he can use you after yours. Now, it's amazing how quickly God used Peter after his great sin. All Peter had to do was come back to Jesus, get right, come back to Jesus, and not stay in the mess. Get this now. If he would have said, I'm sorry, and then went back and did the same thing, that's not coming back to Jesus. If you're sorry that you've compromised, then don't, then don't go back and promote compromise again. If you sinned, get this now, and say, I'm sorry, then don't go back to sin again. See, you may have sinned, but that is not the end of your usefulness to God. God can use anyone because that's the evidence of his grace in your life. But remember, God's grace is magnified when he uses you after you have sinned. It's magnified because God's grace says, I can still use him. You know why? Because God still uses all of us. We're all sinners. So don't let sin hold you, ba hold you back or hold you down. God has a plan to use you mightily, but you must come back to him if that plan is to be implemented in your life. The choice is yours as to whether God will use you or not. My friend, that is your choice. You've got to decide today, do I want God to use me or do I not want God to use me? I want God to use me. I don't let you, I do. So let's make sure, let's do this. Let's stay right with God. Let's stay close to God. When we do wrong, truly repent, never go back. My friend, if you've ever compromised, I think of a friend of mine, he's in heaven now, I'm not going to say his name or where he was in, in the country, he compromised, he, 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 went, he went the wrong way, literally, and, he, and he's, this is his words to me, and, and, and he went the wrong way, just took Baptist off the church, just kind of went the opposite direction, then he got right, came back. Get this now, put Baptist on back on the church sign, started doing right again, came back to where he was and soul winning and everything. And he said to me, he said, the greatest mistake in my life was I compromised. He says, oh boy, he said, I wish I could tell preacher boys, don't ever do that. But when he came back, he came back. He didn't just keep on saying, I'm sorry, and just keep on doing the same thing. He came back. I have people in my church, they've sinned and they did wrong and they know they've sinned, but they've come back and they've not gone back to that life of sin and God's using them. I'm saying God will use you, my friend. And even though Satan whispers in your ear that God doesn't love you, God does love you. He does want you to use it. He does want to use you, but you have to draw nigh to God. Get this now. Peter came to Jesus. You know, when he drew near, drew near to Jesus, Jesus took him back in. But Peter had to make that move. Jesus made the move by saying, and Peter. And, and Peter had to make that move to come to Jesus. And when, Je and when he did, Jesus was there. Jesus loved him. Oh, my friend, how we need people that know what true repentance is. But how we also need people to understand God never stops using them. We'll never stop using them. If you'll truly repent, come back and get some things right. Well, I hope this is a help to you today. Now let's remember today, be good to everyone. Everyone's having a tough time. Have a great day, my friend.